Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, everybody? Welcome to a Tuesday edition of Locked On Canucks, a very special edition because today is the biggest game in the Canucks season. Now, I know every game going forward and every game over the last little while has been the biggest game of the Canucks season, but tonight is the biggest game of the Vancouver Canucks season. They're, of course, taking on the Vegas Golden Knights, the team they are chasing in the standings as they look to run the table in the Western Conference playoff race to make the playoffs, which, as we all know from yesterday's episode, I am fully behind. But I want to, before we get into the episode, I want to say thank you for making Locked on Canucks your first listen of the day. We are available, excuse me, wherever, wherever you get your podcasts. And a big thing, we are free. Also, please make sure you follow me at Twitter at underscore process sports or on Twitter. And also, please follow the show at Locked on Canucks right there in the bottom corner for those of you watching on YouTube. So guys, today is the day. Canucks take on the Vegas Golden Knights where we look at our daily standings, see where things shake down. Vegas has played 73 games. They are 84 points. Winnipeg won last night against Montreal. They have 81, but with one more game in hand and the Canucks are at 73 games played 35 wins 28 losses 10 overtime or shootout losses for 80 points four points back of Vegas for the for third six points back of LA and Dallas for the third playoff position the third Pacific division spot and the second final wildcard spot the Canucks have one game in hand on LA and they are to have one game Sorry, both Dallas and Nashville in the wild card have one game to play as well. So, a massive game. And I'm going to break down the predictions and my best bets. Because as you guys that know me, I like to bet. Um, I think betting is kind of a good indication of where the games are going to go, trends and stuff like that. So, stick around for the final segment. That's going to be about the betting, predictions, all that fun stuff. But first off, I want to talk about... Our captain, Bo Horvat. Yes, Bo Horvat has had a great year, in my opinion, offensively this season. Look, Bo Horvat last week scored his goals 29 and 30, as I mentioned before, the first time in his career, and also the first Canuck to get 30 goals since Radim Verbata. Now, a lot of people on Canucks Twitter and in the media are saying that he's not having a great year. Now, look, points-wise, he's at, what, 50 points at 68 games. I think his career high is 61, right? So he's not hitting it, but the goals-wise, unbelievable. That is what he's doing. Top 40 goal score, goals per game of 0.44, right? He is having a great year. And in a contract year, essentially, where... He's going to be eligible for an extension coming up. I don't understand. I've never understood. Understand. Under. Jesus, I can't talk. I've never understood the Bo Horvat hate because during his whole tenure here in Vancouver, 
he's never had a consistent line mate, right? The talent's there. The you know, he was 14 for 14 in the faceoffs in LA. I'm sorry, against Arizona and three points he had that one game, right? That's for a second line center, that's amazing. Right? That is great. But if you look at Bo Horvat, right, he's never had the consistent line mates. When you look at Henrik and Daniel Sedin, right, the two greatest players in Canucks history, their first half of the career when it was a struggle to find line mates for them, they weren't hard trophy winners. They weren't Art Ross winners. They were, you know, 60, 55 to 65 point guys, right? Then once they got Alex Burrows, and they kind of solidified that line. There was a continuity that was able to be built. You saw them able to, you saw the Sedinery, right? And you look at Bull Horvat this year. Let's let's look at how many line mates he plays with. He's played with, of course, Connor Garland, Tanner Pearson, Tanner Pearson, Niels Hoaglander. Then he's played with Besser and Pedersen and Pod Colson and Garland and Chieson and Pod Colson. You know, they even loaded up the line when Pedersen was hurt. Horvat, Besser, and Miller. Then he played on with Dickinson and Garland. Look, he's kind of played everywhere across the lineup. Yet he's still been able to hit the 30-goal 30 30 clip in, what is it, 68 games he's played or whatever, how many games he's played, right? Bo Horvat deserves more respect, and he deserves a new contract. I spoke about that on, I believe, last week. He is the captain of this team. He might not be the best player, but he's the leader of this team. He's the leader of this franchise. And when you look at the people on this team on who you would want to be the best spokesperson for your organization, Bo Horvat's a clear choice on who I would want to lead my organization. I want Bo Horvat, right? And the way I see things shaking down is, is, People need to look. We know Canucks media and Canucks Twitter is a very toxic and scary place because we demand we demand the most out of our players, right? But we're also very hard on players that are represent us in a great light. And Bo Horvat's nothing, nothing, nothing but positive to say about Bo Horvat. Bo Horvat is the on off the ice a great representation. On the ice, he's a bull cow. He does everything you need as a second line center. He does. And I'm not here to slander Bo Horvat this season at all. So for all those people thinking that JT Miller should be the captain, for all those people that think Bo Horvat's having a bad year, open your eyes. Understand that this guy plays on a different line all the time. He doesn't have a consistent, you know, it's like the lotto line when they're healthy. Miller, Pedersen, Besser always stick together, right? Horvat's the one that always has to play with Tanner Pierce and Paul Coles. Now we thought... There'd be more consistency this year with Garland, but it hasn't happened. Now, maybe that's just a representation of the front office, but I also think that, give credit where credit to his whole career, he's put up decent numbers his whole career. Horvat, I mean, there's a reason why he was drafted ninth overall. I think we can all admit now that that trade with Corey Schneider, the Canucks, you know, came out of that winning you know winning that trade right i mean you look at horvat he's scored 20 plus goals in pretty much every year other than last year which was a lockout year his entire career he scored 16 in his rookie uh sorry 
13 in his first year, right? Then his second year, he scored 16. Then his third year and onward, he scored 20 goals other than last year, which was, of course, a lockout short year. He's got scored. His high mark was 27 back in 1819. And this year, it's 30, right? And if you think about it, Garland didn't score in 20 games. Had Garland scored a few, you know, Horvat's assist totals would have been a little bit more as well. So, I mean, the Bo Horvat slander needs to end. He is going to be a part of this team for a very long time. And you need players like him to win. You look at every championship team going forward. You need a guy like Bo Horvat, a glue guy, a guy that can play in your second line, defend against another team's best line, and also chip in 30 goals. If your second line center is scoring 30 goals, you must be doing something right. And the Canucks are definitely doing something right with Bo Horvath. That is why he's going to get re-signed to a nice deal. Because he deserves it. Simple as that. He's a face-off guy. Wins penalty kill. Power play. Scores goals. Leader. Tick, 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 tick. All the boxes have been ticked off. He is going to stay. He is an integral part of this team. No more Bo Horvat slander. Thank you. Thank you. Next. Let's talk about Vasily Podkolzin. But first, the sun is out. And it's time to put the shades on. That's why I'm going to talk about Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Rays' intense protection program. Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection on every pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happened. Give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to Fight Hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com and use code LOCKEDON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code LOCKEDON for their best deals of the season. 50% off for two or more pairs of Shady Ray sunglasses backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. Also, as I did mention, the final segment of this show, I'm going to cook up a maybe a same-game parlay, give you some predictions for this Canucks-Vegas game. But first, I want to talk about betonline.net. It is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, which the play-in starts tonight. Very exciting. And the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today and or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. And now we're going to start to talk about one rookie, Vasily Pod Colson. Yes. Yesterday at practice, Canucks practice and post practice quotes, a lot of it was circulating around Vasily pod Colson, and why because kind of got under bruce brujo's skin you know 
Boudreaux kind of, you know, barked back saying that, you know, take this more seriously in the forecheck, do this shit right. And it got everybody kind of talking. But apparently, Vasily Podkolzin does not need the nudge. Look, the Russian has had a you know an up and down season as any rookie would. Um, you know, he's had top six looks this season. Um, and you know, he's kind of, you know, his skating is there, his shooting is there, his forecheck. He plays a heavy game. And what really spoke out to me was the guy I just talked about, Bo Horvat's quote. Horvat said he's probably the guy we talk about the most in the room. And he went on to say he's a fast skater, probably has the hardest shot on the team, and his work ethic is through the roof. Talking about how he's always in the gym, the first guy on the ice in practice. And that, to me, opened my eyes a bit. Because also JT Miller, another workhorse on this team, said, you know, the sky's the limit for him. Um, They love playing with him. And he's come a long way, especially off the ice as well, especially for players, you know, will come from Russia. It's very difficult language barrier culturally. And by all accounts, from what everybody's saying, is he's fit in very well. And he's carried himself as a pro. That's what Alex Chieson said. And so that got me thinking. So I know in this world and this age we live in, stats and numbers are kind of everything, right? They're kind of the greatest indication of how successful your season is. And when you look at Vasily Podkolzin's stats this year, he's played 70 games, 10 goals, 9 assists, 19 points. I mean, it's not a world breaker. He's not going to win the Calder, right? But hearing those secondary things, those tertiary things where he's the first person on the ice, he's always in the weight room working out, you know, he's done well to adapt to the culture here in North America, his first year in North America. Um, That to me is just as big of a success as on ice performance because let me spit you this. If you are a 21 year old kid, and you moved from one country where society is much different than the country you are moving to, from Russia to Canada. Not only is there a language barrier, there's a cultural shock, right? We all know, or how infamously we know what Russian culture is like. And you don't know anybody. There's no other Russian on the team. And you're coming, to a, you're coming into a hockey craze market where fans are expecting a lot. And Vasily Podkolz in the games that I watched has all the tools to be, I don't know about a superstar, but a very, very good NHL player, a definite top six player in the NHL. He's got the body for it. He's got the skills. And now hearing this from his teammates, he has the work ethic for it. And I'm a huge proponent and a believer that hard work will get you anywhere. If you put the work in into something and you'd love to do it, good results will come out. Success will come. Results will come. It might not happen right away. Nothing nothing is given to anybody right away. But hearing Canucks teammates and the leaders of the teams, the Miller, Horvat saying, the sky is the limit for him. He's the hardest worker. He is in the gym building up his body. He's... Take an extra time after practice. That is what I want to hear. Because if you look at the guys, look at the guys in Anaheim, Troy, Terry, Trevor, Zegris, right? Everybody's enamored with them because they have such 
high skill and they're producing, which is great. But that also sets in for a sense of complacency. Now, I'm not saying they're going to fall off a cliff and just not be able to produce, but you see it a lot with guys that get up to a hot start in their career, have a lot of success, and complacency kicks in because, oh, I don't have to work as hard. I don't have to. Things come easily to me at this level. But when reality is, these are professional athletes you're going up against, professional coaches. Their job is to study the opponent, figure out how to stop the opponent. So you think next year, Troy Terry and Trevor Zegras are going to have as much success as they had this year? They might, and that would be a testament to the work they put in. Or are other teams going to figure out a way to shut them down and stop them? That is why I think Vasily Podkolzin is set up for a lot of success because although people aren't enamored, 10 goals is nothing to look. 10 goals in the NHL is a great, a great feat, a great feat to hit. I will 1,000% agree with that, right? But the work he's put in, the work off the ice, the work to better his game is something that I think is much more important than the stats, especially at a young age, because look, he's going to have a long career. He's going to have, look, how do I, I'm not going to say, okay, I'm going to bring an analogy to basketball. Look at a guy like DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan came in as just an athlete in the NBA, but every year he worked on his game and got better incrementally, 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 got better, 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 until he was averaging 28 points a game with the Toronto Raptors. He became an all-star. He kind of fell off in San Antonio, but his game, his continual progression to get better and better and better and work every year, that to me is better than a Ben Simmons in the NBA where it kind of came to him really quickly, and now you see he's never grown. He hasn't improved. I want to see improvement in my young players. Next year, Vasily Podkosin goes from, say, say he gets a couple more goals. Say he's got 12 goals. Next year, he gets 18, 18, 16 to 18. Then it's 20, 25, 27, 30. You see the progression. That, to me, shows that there's talent, but there's also a strong work ethic. And, I, and I'm a true proponent work ethic and figuring out how to improve yourself and your game or your craft is way more... Because you can be given as much God-given talent as you want. Everybody's given... Everybody... I'm a strong believer that everybody's given some form of talent when they are brought to this earth. But it's what you do with that talent. Are you going to be willing to put the work in in the off-season or whatever you do to reach your success of your goals, right? Not to toot my own horn here, but I really want to be in sports broadcast. I dedicate a lot of my day to my craft, which means... You know, some weekends I don't go out. Now, I still like to have a good time, but if I invest my entire day to this and I put my craft in, no matter what happens, even if I, even if Pod Colson doesn't pan out, as long as we keep on hearing that he puts the work in, I can never be mad at somebody or get down on somebody for putting the work in. If you put the work in and you give it your all, I can, in my books, I can never be mad. As long as you vehemently try, and it just doesn't work for whatever reason, I cannot be mad at you. But what I can be mad is 
if you have this talent and you have this skill set and you don't put the work in and you, you, you just piss it away, that is something that there's nothing worse in life than wasted talent. Wasted talent is something that wasted talent is the worst thing, the worst thing in the world. I don't think Vasily Podkolzin is going to be wasted talent. I think from what I heard from players yesterday speaking at Canucks practice, that is something that I can get behind. Now, something that I can also get behind is making some money. Those of you guys that don't know, I love me some money. And coming up, I'm going to give you guys predictions before this show ends on the biggest game of the Canucks season. That is Canucks versus the Vegas Golden Knights. But before we get into that, let's talk about the cars because I also love cars. So, of course, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's, it's very confusing. It's now impossible for your local chain auto store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seamless intimidating questions like, is your car, does your Audi or BMW have this? Does your Honda have this? Do you have this type of line? Is it a TDS, whatever? And wait for that person to go behind the computer, order your parts, choosing the brand, see what the warehouse happens. And it's the long and dirty thing. But you have a computer at home with access to rockauto.com. And it's easy. You save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30 50 even 100% more for the same parts of a chain store or car dealership when you can just do it from home. Rock Auto is a family business, which is always, always a great sign. Support local businesses, serving doing-it-yourself customers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need. you could need Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find a solution to all your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the How Did You Hear About section so they know I sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com all right, boys and girls, here we are, the final, final, final segment of today's show, which we're going to call the Gambling Corner. So, Canucks playing host to the Vegas Golden Knights. Right now, the Canucks are the dogs at 1.5. That 1.5 puck line, or plus 120 on the money line. Eh... It's you know the odds are kind of close. I think Vegas likes the likes Vegas because <laughs> you know Vegas has been playing very well, quite uh, very well of late. So for me tonight, I'm going to go with the Canucks plus one point five. I think they either lose by a goal in overtime as they normally do, or they win this game. I think the Canucks have been playing very well lately. It was huge to have their young. Not they're young. Their secondary players come up big on Saturday in a game against San Jose. I think their stars will show up big tonight. 
at home. Rogers Arena better be rocking tonight. The Canucks will show up and they will play and at least get a point in this game. They at least will get a point in this game. So I'm taking the Canucks 1.5. And I'm going to take the over on goals. The over under is set at 6. I'm going to take the Canucks to plus 1.5. And the over in this game, I'm thinking 4-3. It won't be 5-1 again, but it'll probably be, I'm thinking 5-4-3 uh, around there. Now, some special props for all you guys out there. <sighs> Let's see here. I'm going to go with goal scorer. Let's go with Horvat. He's been on a tear lately. I'm going to go with Horvat. And I'm going to go with Pod Colson. Horvat and Pod Colson will both score a goal in this game. And the Canucks are going to win 4-3 in regulation. And they're going to be just two points back of Vegas in the standings. And they're going to get some help, hopefully, on the scoreboard tonight. Because across the line, we have L.A. Hopefully, Chicago pulls out a win against L.A. And hopefully, Tampa Bay beats Dallas. If that happens, it'd be a perfect night scenario for the Canucks. And I'm all here for, about for, for, I'm all here for perfection. So there you have it. My bets are Canucks. Four to three winners in regulation. Take the Canucks plus 1.5. Take the over of six. And take Pod Colson and Horvat to score tonight. That will win you guys some money tonight. I do take donations and tips for betting advice. So if you want to send it over my way, I will gladly, gladly accept. Anyway, guys, tomorrow's episode, we will break down the biggest game of the season. Canucks first. Golden Knights, and we'll talk about some more fun tomorrow as well. But I want to thank you guys. But that is all for today. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Canucks your first listen of the day. Now, your second listen should be Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Rodine and Philip Livingstone, great guys, help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and, of course, available wherever you get your podcast. Guys, we will see you tomorrow hopefully after